you need to create explosive plays. All aboard! Hey, good morning. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. As we shift gears a little bit, franchise tag deadline, or not deadline, window opens, I should say. Franchise tag window opens on the 20th, and there are some receivers that could be seeing the franchise tag from their respective teams. Michael Pittman Jr., maybe Mike Evans, T. Higgins as well. These are three of the big-name free agent wide receivers. And joining us on the Western Hotline is Joe Goodbury. He does Bengals on the Brain on YouTube and uh, has talked Bengals with us many times over the years. Joe, good morning. Good morning, boys. So T. Higgins franchise tag, is that would you lock that in? You think that is uh that is expected for, for T? Yeah, the, I would do that. And uh I would I would say that's the expectation for the last couple of years, ever since the uh, last year's at the combine, go get go find your own T. Higgins from Duke Tobin when the rumors were starting to pop up that the Bengals could uh, be interested or maybe could T. Higgins could be had for a pick. Uh he came out and quickly said no, this is, we're not interested in making anyone else better. Go find your own T. Higgins. At that point, it was like, yeah, they're going to hold on to him as long as possible. And I never expected a deal to get done, so this was always the option for him in 2024. 25 years old, second-round pick, top of the second round. And, you know, Joe, there's long been a, well, the, the Bengals can't keep Burrow, Higgins, and Chase. And Boyd's a free agent as well. He's more likely to leave, it would seem, can they keep all three, Burrow, Higgins, and Chase, if they decide to? They can if that's what they decide. And it's the problem with it is do you want to do that? Do you want to spend that much of your cap space uh, on three players? And this year, even with the tag, it's going to be 24% of your total cap space with the carryover money and everything else uh, that the Bengals brought from 2023. 24% of your cap on three guys is a lot. It's a hefty price, and that's before Jamar Chase would even get an extension. That total number could go up to 30 35%, even up to 38 in the later years if they get the money we expect them all to get. I just don't think it's an option overall because the agent for T. Higgins is David Mogoletta. Same agent as Jesse Bates. This is a very similar situation. The Bengals are struggling to negotiate with him and – how the Bengals typically structure contracts is not a contract his clients are interested in, which basically means that the Bengals, hey, we're not going to guarantee anything past the first year. We're going to give you a huge signing bonus in the first year, and we're not going to cut you. They, no one ever cuts your free agent after two years anyway, but we're not going to actively uh, guarantee mm-hmm. it. It's going to be an effective guarantee. And his clients are like, no, thank you. We don't want that. Why would we do that when we can go into free agency and get 45 Sixty million guaranteed for T. Higgins, and I get it from both perspectives. The Bengals don't want to do it because Higgins has had his injury issues. He's played about sixty-five percent of the total snaps in his four years in Cincinnati. Uh, I think they want to protect themselves a little bit, and of course, he's going to get paid if he ever did it at the open market because he's a twenty-five-year-old uh, receiver that's had a thousand yards three out of of the four years. So I think uh, it. Both sides are at an impasse, and it's not going to be a thing that we really have to worry about if, if you can keep all three guys for the long term. Do you think, like, I think of the Steelers for this a little bit, too. There was a way they would not do contracts that yep. finally they, they changed for T.J. Watt. Like, there was one guy that finally, like, okay, if we're going to do business in today's NFL, maybe like this is our breaking point. And I don't know, like, do you think... The Bengals could sh- might change the way they do things like you're talking about just because 
of Burrow even. Like, I don't want to say he is, you know, Rodgers with the the puppet strings on, like, all the moves, but I don't know. Like, I would want to think that he has some influence over how they're going to do things going forward. Yeah, that is the the little bit of, like, I don't know what this team is going to do. And like, normally I feel very confident in, in how they operate, but with Burrow, they did have to change. They did guarantee future years and have rolling guarantees every year that activate and, you know, give them a $30 million signing bonus in every single year, kind of like the Mahomes deal. Uh, so they did structure differently for Burrow, as expected. He's a quarterback, franchise quarterback. We always, we always expect that they would do it differently for him, and we expect them to do it differently for Jamar Chase as well. It just seems like they draw a line between their elite players and their next-tier guys, and that's where the the impasse happens because – these second-tier guys will get paid by the Jaguars in free agency like an elite player, right? So, like, why would that player accept anything less than an elite contract? Uh, I don't know. I do think that Burrow wants to keep Higgins. He wants to keep as many of these core pieces together that they were drafted together. And I could see him saying, hey, listen, let's get it done. Whatever has to happen, get it done. And even talking to T. Higgins as well, because there was a time when the T.J. Watt deal, if you remember, he had to go into that room eventually and say, hey, get the deal done. I'm tired of uh, of arguing over, you know, guarantees here and there. And they eventually found the uh, uh, common ground. Mm-hmm. I think something like that could happen. But maybe that's just fan fiction, you know, wishful thinking on, on my part. But, yeah, I do think there is an element of unknown with Burrow. Joe Goodbury has been covering the Bengals for quite a long time. Bengals on the Brain on YouTube. With the Bengals this season, Joe, is it just a – uh, bleep happens, right? Like right back on track next year to start the year, considering themselves a, a contender for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's how we'd like to look at it. The, the only other thing is that the defense was really bad this year for the first time. Well, first time in a few, last few years. It was reminiscent of the first year Lou Anarumo and Zach Taylor were here, and they had a transition period of trying to get the right guys in the in the building to run Anarumo's scheme, which is. Very versatile. They, they, they can be a 3-4, a 4-3. They can be a heavy blitz and zone team. They can be a heavy man team. They'll switch it on you know uh, on a, any third down to be a completely different defense. They'll switch it at halftime to be a completely different defense. And that has worked the last two years when they were really good. This year, losing both safeties with Jesse Bates and Von Bell, going with young guys at, that, at those positions and new guys, it it really hampered what they could do on defense. They ended up leading the league in explosive play rate on that side. And that's that. And that's not what you want to do. So um, I do think there is some of even if Burrow was healthy, that defense may have let them down. Unless it would have continued to get better and would have solidified itself by the time playoffs uh, came around. But there is some work to do over there on the, on you know for 2024. Not just Higgins and Boyd being free agents, but Jonah Williams is starting right tackle and and really the only carryover offensive lineman from the Super Bowl year in 2021. Uh, DJ Reader at nose tackle, one of the best nose tackles on the league. He's a free agent. So they do have some work to do, and they do have some areas of need. How big a loss will Tyler Boyd be if he ends up walking away? To be honest, I don't know that it's huge. And I like Tyler Boyd, and he's been a good player and a, and a good slot receiver. I heard you guys talking about him yesterday. I think you were, you were dead on about it, about him just being not a guy that's going to bring you a speed element, not going to bring you much after the catch. Uh, you're not going to get the explosive plays with him. Uh, he had a few big, high-profile mistakes in the Super Bowl, drop passes, ran, running a wrong route, um, missing the second half of the AFC Championship game in 2022, which really hurt them because the Chiefs were doubling Higgins and Chase and just saying, hey, beat us with your backups at tight end and wide receiver three. 
and it just they couldn't get it done. Um, so I think some people have soured on Boyd a little bit, but he's been a good, reliable player. I just don't think you can get him or take him on if you need speed, if you need the explosive plays to return to your offense. He's not going to bring it back. He's not going to do it, and especially for eight, nine, ten million dollars a year. But if you have some explosive young receivers, and maybe you need to get a reliable slot guy that's going to uh, be the guy, be the leader of that room, maybe say like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think the teams will covet Tyler Boyd. It's just there's a reason why he's projected to get eight to ten rather than what these guys fifteen to twenty five for the top receivers. Joe Goodbury, when we talk about the Bengals, eighteenth pick in the draft. Top two needs. What do you think are the most two likely spots that they go for? Yeah, as we sit here today before free agency, obviously that'll change everything. Um, right tackle and defensive tackle. Right tackle because you need a starter, you need to protect Joe Burrow, you need to limit the amount of hits he's taking. And when he is kept clean, he is as deadly as any quarterback in the league and in recent history. His numbers are insane when he's, when he's not pressured. Uh, they need to find a way to limit that as much as possible. And Jonah Williams is a free agent, and I do not expect them to find common ground there at all because of offensive linemen get overpaid in free agency, basically, and he'll get paid more out there than, than the Bengals are willing to pay him. Uh, so right tackle will be a, a probably betting favorite at pick 18. Uh, defensive tackle, though, losing Reader, and even if they found a way to keep Reader uh, because maybe he doesn't get the uh, offers out there with this torn quad that happened relatively late in the year, if they even if they can return bring him back, they're going to need a pass rushing defensive tackle, a three tack more than a nose tackle. And I think in the first round, if like a Jerzon Newton or a Byron Murphy are there, I think those are high end athlete athletes that you can bring in this defensive tackle room and really upgrade the talent you have there. And even without Reader, I think D tackle is, and I don't think nose tackle is going to be a first round pick at all. Uh, so you know maybe Tavondre Sweat from Texas in round two uh, makes a lot of sense to me. Very good. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, boys. Joe Goodbury on the uh, Western Hotline. Bengals on the brain. Been covering the Bengals for quite some time. Higgins stays with the franchise tag, at least, and can they get it done long term? Right, good. Uh, I can, I can my, draft them high in my uh, fantasy draft coming I've up been, on Saturday. I've been raising my hand the whole time saying everybody, every time I hear that they can't keep all three, I don't understand why that would be true. Especially if they're on different timelines. If you could sign Higgins and load up his money early and then sign Chase and push his money a little late, You'll be fine. My my, and he kind of pointed to it too. Like we'll see if they do it long term. My sticking point on them is always just they're the cheapest team in football. And but can Burrow make them change? Yeah. Can Burrow tell them like you're you're keeping him? Go offer him twenty million dollars. Go do the deal he wants to do. He is one of uh, the, this three right here. Like you're keeping this together. I signed up here with, you know, the impression that we were going to be chasing Super Bowls. You're not going to go cheap that, on T. Higgins because you want to structure it a different way than every other team in the league does. That said, if we were talking about that scenario, there'd be plenty of merit to uh, let him walk and draft one. Stay cheaper. F- a fourth and a fifth-year option? Like, Higgins doesn't have a fifth. As a second-round pick, Higgins doesn't have a fifth-year option. If he did... Here's a great point between the difference between the first pick of the second round and the last pick of the first round. If he has a fifth year option, you are paying him this year like what, like fifteen? Yeah. Twenty? No, under that. What's the fifth year for, option for, for a receiver that's made one Pro Bowl? Has he made a Pro Bowl? Probably. But it's um, not Um I just had his spot track page open. Fifth year option for T. Higgins this year. What what, what would it be for a receiver? Because he doesn't get a fifth year option because he's a second he's round a pick. Second round pick, right. 
Um, I'll find that. I've got, I've got yeah, Spot Trek's fifth year option page. Or, 16, oh, I see 16.8 for last year. Okay, there you go. Under the franchise tag. Yeah. Considerably. Yeah, lower than the franchise tag for sure. 8030550. Pick of the week coming up. Got 17.9. Okay, there you go. 17.9. So about $5 million less. What's the franchise tag for receiver this year with the window opening in 2020? Or it's 2020. On February 20th is what I was trying to say. Franchise tag for wide receiver is still the number two franchise tag in the league. I just see projected north of 20. All right. That's all I see. 803-0550 to join us and one 888 Pick of the week when we get back. Um, the Bengals, meanwhile, are the third favorite to open the season at Arrowhead on kickoff night. Hmm. Chargers and Ravens ahead of them in the odds and who will play in Kansas City for the opener. It's Jeremy and Joe on WGR.